Hi everyone, welcome to Sympathy Speech. This is Olivia Brennan. Today I'll be talking with Betsy and Christine Norco, along with Megan Repose, where we will cover how John Steinbeck, author of Of Mice and Men, intends for readers to find many of his characters sympathetic. One particular character throughout the novel that received my sympathy was George. Towards the end of the novel, he received my sympathy in a great way. At the end of the novel, George, when he pulled the trigger up to Lenny's, up to the back of Lenny's head, he hesitated. That really made me sympathetic towards the action that he was about to do because he really loved Lenny and cared for him and did not want to pull the trigger. In the quote on page 309, it says, And George raised the gun and steadied it, and he brought the muzzle of it close to the back of Lenny's head. The hand shook violently, but his face set and his hand steadied. He pulled the trigger. That to me just really showed and proved how, how George really didn't want to do it, but he was peer pressured and that made me very sympathetic for the action that he did. Yeah, I definitely think if like Lenny wasn't of in su- such deep trouble that George wouldn't have to make that decision. And I feel like it was for the best of him because who knows what was going to happen to Lenny after people had found out about his past and what he had just done to Curly's wife. So I definitely feel bad for George because he really didn't have another choice and he was trying to help Lenny as as wrong as it sounds to kill him. But Yeah, yeah I agree. I think that George had every opportunity in his life to just leave Lenny and go be successful and have his own house and land and farm and everything. But instead, he stick with, sticks with Lenny. Yeah, and I feel like Lenny also receives a lot of the character's sympathy. Just by the way he kind of has everyone treat him throughout the book, he's definitely looked down upon. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially due to his disability, uh, either mentally or socially, uh, whatever he has. He really doesn't mean to do any harm to anyone and doesn't understand the harm of his actions, but you find he finds him, the reader finds him as participating in these actions that do cause some great harm to himself, whether it be in the beginning or with Curly's wife. And I just feel terrible because I don't think he really understands what he's really doing. And one of the quotes you see is on page 42 when they say, he ain't mean, that's uh, I can tell a mean guy a mile off. They say here, like, Lenny really isn't a mean guy. He tries and he's compassionate and caring for others. It's just the actions that he participates in that causes him trouble. Yeah, like, I feel bad because in Weed, he never meant to hurt that girl. He just, because he likes touching soft things. And he liked, that girl's dress was soft, so he just clung on. And then the same thing happened with Curly's wife with her hair. Because he just didn't let go. He just... He just doesn't know like when to stop, but that's not his fault. Right, and because he loves so unconditionally, we see that when he's alone with Crooks, when Crooks was so focused on the what ifs, what if George never came back? And Lenny was very, very worried about that what if. Like, what do you, he was like, what do you mean George isn't coming back? George is coming back. That really, as a reader, made me sympathetic to his situation because he doesn't understand particularly what Crooks means by what he's saying and how scared and worried Lenny is for George to maybe not be there one day for him. It just shows like how close of a relationship the two of them have too, because it's like, if George didn't come back for Lenny, Lenny had no other way of kind of living without another person, George helping him through 
all his hardships. Yeah. I think another character that is discriminated is uh, Candy. Anybody have anybody anything to say about that? Yeah, definitely. He's one of the older characters, probably the oldest, and he's very discriminated against because of his age, which I felt really bad for. And he had also lost his right hand in an accident on the ranch. And he's really everyone. He gives George and Lenny a lot of money to help, to, like, to put down for their house. And that makes them realize that, like, wow, we can actually do this thing, and it makes them work harder. I also feel bad because he's very lonely, and he's kind of ready to die. Like, in a quote I have, says, I'd make a will and leave my share to you guys in case I kick off because I ain't got no relatives nor nothing. So I just feel bad because he gets discriminated on, and he's also extremely lonely and doesn't have any family left. Right. I definitely think along with Candy, like just being discriminated, Steinbeck clearly outlines all the different characters that are a victim to either ageism, having a disability, racism. And I feel like especially um, Crooks is also discriminated on the farm where we're seeing, we see him as the only African-American who lives on the farm. And He's even not allowed to live in the bunkhouses with the other people, uh, with the other white men, but he has to live in the barn alone in isolation. And it just really shows the effects of segregation that um, and what it does to a person in isolation. Even on page 68, Crook Crooks clearly outlines that he says, because um, I'm black, they play cards in there, but I can't play because I'm black. They say I stink. And it just shows how the white men see themselves as superior to crooks that they allow they tell him he can't play with them because of his race and that definitely draws a lot of sympathy um from the readers because it's like how could someone be treated so poorly just by the color of their skin yeah and i know personally when i was reading and you see the scene where lenny kind of standing in the doorway of crooks's little kind of, I want to call it a shack, but I guess it's his room, and he kind of pushes Lenny away, and kind of says a few things like, oh, why are you even here? And I think, I just felt terrible, because he feels that what he's accustomed to, almost, is that everyone pushes him away, and right. no one wants to be around him. Even so I feel terrible. Yeah, Lenny, even you see Lenny having sympathy for him. He doesn't, he can't process that, um, like the difference between black and white and color and racism. And he's even seen to just not understand why Crooks is pushing him away. But Crooks is just so used to that type of uh, racism. He always, that he endures throughout the entire story. Yeah, right. I think uh, one character we should talk about last is definitely Curly's wife, because I, have a great deal of sympathy for her throughout the novel. Yeah, I think she's stuck in a tough position. She's kind of living, even though, don't get me wrong, she's extremely inappropriate towards others and kind of comes off as harsh and just nasty. But you do find towards the end, especially when she is talking to Lenny, that she's stuck in this position where she doesn't like her husband. and. She would do almost anything to have the life that she wanted, and instead she's stuck in this life where she feels useless. So I feel terrible for her, and they even say, she even says when she's talking to Lenny at the end about, she says, one of, one of the quotes she says is, 
I get lonely. She said, you can talk talk to people, but I can't talk to nobody but Curly, else he gets mad. How do you like not to talk to anybody? And that was just one example of Curly holds her back and that's tough for her to understand and it's hard. So I feel really bad for her, especially. Yeah, I definitely think Steinbeck definitely brings the themes of sympathy from the book through all the characters. And we even see that in our everyday lives all the time. Right, I think uh, Steinbeck really uses loneliness to his advantage. And when the reader reads the book, you see particularly even through Lenny, Candy, Crooks, and Curly's wife, how loneliness sympathizes with the readers and how we feel for them being lonely. And that plays such a key theme and role throughout the novel. Yeah, I think in today's society, like you see a lot of sympathy around, but today with the pandemic going on, you see a lot of celebrities giving money to funds and like hospitals and like even the Patriots, they flew to China to pick up like millions of masks. So I think sympathy is just a really common theme of, of society today. Yeah, we're like taught from this young, like young age before you can even honestly process almost words. You're just taught to sympathize for other people. And I think that sympathy is a crazy thing that happens in everyday life and even in novels. So I think that kind of does it for us. Anyone else? I think that's all. Thank you for listening to Sympathy Speech.